Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Quick Tips for Entrepreneurs or indeed anybody wanting to get into health tech this time. Uh, this week I am joined by uh, Taran, he's the Director of New Wellness Propositions and Partnerships at the wellness giant Holland and Barrett. You can go back and listen to the episode previous to this, it's got the full interview with Taran and everything that he has been doing up until this point in his career. He's put together a career that now suits him outside of clinical medicine, but very much involved in making the world a better place at Holland and Barrett and taking care of all of their technology, M&A, strategy, science and business units. There's loads of stuff in there. So do go back and listen to that if you're interested. But he's back with me today to give me a few tips for you on getting into health tech, um, something that I think is increasingly important for an increasingly amount, uh, increasing number of people, I should say. Um, so welcome back, my friend. Um, and by all means, kick us off. Tell us tell us what you think, uh, what's needed to get into health tech these days? How do you do it? Look, I think the, I think health tech is such a massive, uh, all-encompassing term for a number of different things. I think if you're loosely interested in something that resonates with you, whether that's telemedicine or the wellness space or medical technology or medical devices, don't be afraid to reach out to people. I was so surprised by how responsive people are and accommodating, and you can do that in a number of different ways. It doesn't it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You could start the search and reach out and do some you know a small project for somebody or get involved as a, uh, balancing initially your clinical career with a non-traditional career in whichever one of these companies suit you. But then on the flip side, I would say, sometimes it's not bad to, to have a bit more of an immersive experience. Being a clinician, you're quite lucky because nothing's undoable. You can actually go off and spend and commit to something as a full-time role and you always have your clinical thing as uh, your clinical kind of background there to fall back on and i know james sometimes i've heard in your podcast is there's great merit into doing things side by side but i also think sometimes it's the fear kind of a swimming in the deep end without the armbands can be quite powerful and you really learn whether you want to do it or not there's no safety there so you you're all, all in and I, I think there's some merit in that as well uh, and i'd say the other tip is i'm a big advocate of postgraduate education I think that's it. If you can do that, it can help you to really indulge in a and in, in, take a deep dive in in, in, in in something you're interested in. It'll help you to legitimize your yourself in this space. I think that's. I mean, there's so many fantastic postgraduate degrees out there right now. I think Oxford have just launched their digital health MSc uh, in recent weeks. Cambridge do a fantastic MBA. London Business School. All these guys. So uh, don't be afraid to reach out and. Don't be afraid to go back to university. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's a couple of couple of themes there that I really like. One of them is you mentioned it very casually, but actually I think it's very important is giving value. And you know, you talked about reaching out to people, offering to do a project. I think that side of things is is really kind of underrated in terms of how much impact that can have. If you can go to somebody, because all health tech companies, particularly startups, have got problems. <laughs> Every single one of them, including my own. Uh, we all got problems to solve. And if you can reach out and actually just offer someone a solution, um, you can get on somebody's good side very, very, very quickly. And actually, you know, it's not about working for free or any of those things. You can fairly price your time if you want. But at the end of the day, if you want to get on the radar of something that's going to really make you positioned and or in a positioned in a place that you want to be and and happy to be part of and give you skills that you can then monetize later 
Um, I think reaching out and offering to give value in some way, shape or form is an extremely relevant thing to do and to <laughs> do that at scale. Um, I think is important. I yeah. think you and I have both both done that to, to, to secure opportunities. Yeah, and I think it, it's good to be audacious sometimes because actually as a physician, as a clinician, you have such a broad skill set that's very useful to guys in, in startups. And the other bit of advice I, I, I'd give on, on the back of that is when you're entering some of these new roles, Try to have a, in your in your own mind quite clear what you want to get out of this. Is this for you to understand this industry, or is this for you to make a transition? Is this for, you know if you if you kind of define the goals early on, then you can help to weigh up some of the opportunity costs. They actually this is an immersive experience, and I'm doing this as a substitute to a postgraduate degree, or I'm doing this to transition career. Then then you can contextualize. The, the opportunity cost and on what you're trying to get out of there. I think that's quite useful uh, to do that early on when you go into things. Yeah, definitely. I, I do agree with you. The other thing that he talked about was postgraduate education. I think that's that's another interesting one. I think we get a lot of guests that are, you know, born entrepreneurs, if there is such a thing that, you know, will will devalue education or the rest of it potentially. But similarly, there's been a lot of guests on here that, that have been through postgraduate education and, and particularly, you know, if you go and do biomedical engineering and or you go and do something in entrepreneurship because you're confident, whatever it is, if you can increase your options and your knowledge and your ability in all these areas that can then go and serve a company, uh, even if it's one that you build and grow yourself as a founder, I think it just gives you options. You know, I did postgraduate education. I did, um, yeah. I, well, I started a master's and exited a postgraduate diploma in education. But the point is, is that even that stuff I learned about how to educate people, Helps yeah. me with management, helps me with leadership, helps me to, to know how people learn and to understand how people learn and what environments they're best learning and what different people's framework is and all these things about behaviorism and critical re- behaviorism, by the way, learning about that helps me train my dog. <laughs> critical realism helps me train yeah. humans. <laughs> so like yeah. All these different theories and things that you can learn a heck of a lot. And yeah, it teaches you an MA will give you a really interesting way of looking at the world as well, you know, just changing the way you think. And, and, and then even as you've gone and done an MBA, gives you really specific knowledge and also that key to unlock those c-suite roles um i think is a is a is a really good one i think postgraduate education for giving options is is a really good tip yeah and i think it's certainly can really help you to upskill in areas perhaps particularly as clinicians you know i never learned about business or accounting or financing and a lot of these hard skills but what i was surprised by was actually a lot of the softer skills I also learned, which I thought I already was quite well kind of skilled in, were, were very surprising how to implement leadership. And, and also, it was very reflective. It was a period where you could really reflect on your own style and dissect your own strengths and weaknesses. And it afforded me that opportunity. So, so for me, it worked out really well. And I'm sure, like you said, when you went through your, your master's, and you learned so many other things and how actually it was transferable to other parts of your life and work i love it man like as i say thank you so much for coming on and sharing those things i think really good tips really actionable stuff and yeah i'm sure everyone listening is going to love it so thank you so much for coming on um it's been a pleasure no absolute pleasure hey everyone thanks for listening and making it all the way to the end of this episode remember to subscribe rate us and leave a review and you can head to the description of this episode to follow me on all of my social media so you don't miss out on any of the latest health tech content